0: Section 3 of the Mounties in the News. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Victory for the Rebels. Major Crozier retreats with considerable loss. Twelve of his men killed and eleven wounded. Dominion troops on the way to Prince Albert. Ottawa, March 27th. News from the Northwest this afternoon looks more serious than it has yet a special meeting of the cabinet has been called to consider the advisability of ordering troops to start from ontario and quebec tomorrow. several battalions have received instructions to hold themselves ready to start at any moment major crozier in command of one hundred men at fort Carleton, advanced this morning toward duck lake having run short of supplies but he was met by a large force of riel's followers who gave battle resulting in major crozier's defeat and loss of twelve men killed and eleven wounded the rebel loss is not known the canadian pacific railway company have agreed to transport any troops from here over their line north of lake superior with the exception of seventy miles the track has all been laid and over the unfinished section sleighs are now in readiness to transport troops it is probable that b battery of kingston which forms part of the canadian standing army will be the first to leave if the government decide tonight that the forces in the northwest are unable to put the rebels down. Considerable jealousy has been caused among the officers of the militia at the action of the government in sending Lord Melgund, the Governor General's secretary, to organize a cavalry corps at Winnipeg. He left last night and will take command of the corps as soon as he arrives the fact that the insurgents have endeavored to wreck a train on the Canadian Pacific on which troops were being carried to Prince Albert has caused great alarm. It is stated that Riel has been reinforced by Indians, which statement, however, has not been confirmed. In the House of Commons tonight, the following telegram from Lt. Col. Irvine to Sir John MacDonald, dated Fort Carleton via Winnipeg, 27th March, 1885, was read by the Premier the party under my command have just arrived when near fort carleton i found that major crozier with a party of one hundred had gone to duck lake to secure a large quantity of supplies there stored they were met by some hundred rebels who held an advantageous position at beardy's reserve and endeavored to surround major crozier's force of police and civilians the rebels fired first when the firing became general, Major Crozier, owing to the disadvantage at which he was taken, retreated in good order, arriving at the fort at the same time as my party. Ten civilians of Prince Albert and two policemen were killed, and four civilians and seven constables were wounded. The number of rebels killed is not known. The police and civilians acted with the greatest bravery under a heavy fire. The killed are Constables T.J. Gibson and G.P. Arnold, Civilians, Capt. John Merlton, W. Napier, James Bakely, S. Elliot, Robert Middleton, D. McKenzie, D. McPhail, Charles Newitt, Joseph Anderson, and A. Fisher. The wounded are Civilians, Capt. Moore, Leg Broken, A. McNabb, W. R. Markley, and Alexander Stewart, Northwest Mounted Police, Inspector J. Howe, Corporal Gilchrist, and Constables Garrett, S. F. Gordon, a. M. Smith, J. J. Moore, and A. Miller. End quote. Sir John MacDonald announced that a half-breed had been arrested for endeavoring to wreck a train of the Canadian Pacific Railroad on which the 19th Battalion was being transported, and that he stated to the officers who arrested him that Riel had 1,500 men fully armed and six United States cannon. The Minister of Militia stated to the House that 200 of Artillery Corps would leave tonight for the Northwest, 100 from A Battery Quebec and 100 from Kingston. All arrangements for the transportation have been completed. The Canadian Pacific Company are urging the government to settle at once with the half-breeds and bring the trouble to an end, fearing the effect the trouble will have on the sale of bonds of the road they are about floating in the London market general middleton leaves winnipeg to join colonel irvine at fort carleton he will take command of the troops and mounted police the minister of militia also states that it was decided at the meeting of the cabinet to-night to send five hundred and eighty men from toronto in addition to the batteries the sixty-fifth battalion of montreal has been ordered to prepare at once for service the Minister of Militia is receiving applications from all parts of the country from officers offering to raise troops for the Northwest. After Sir John MacDonald left home tonight, an important dispatch came from the Northwest, the contents of which the other members of the Cabinet refuse to disclose until he has seen it. It is, however, reported in the lobbies that the rebels have made a second attack on Fort Carleton and that Major Crozier has been captured winnipeg manitoba march 27th the ringing of the fire alarm bells this morning called the troops to the drill shed prepared to embark this afternoon general middleton arrived this morning from ottawa and at once took command he inspected fort osborne and the other defences of the city and then inspected the military special train seven carloads of provisions left for capel at noon today the special with the troops left at three o'clock this afternoon. Capel will be reached by morning when the troops will immediately start for the seat of war. The Hudson's Bay Company has 240 teams and wagons at Capel to carry troops to Prince Albert. Fodder and troops for two weeks will be taken along. Men with teams get eight dollars a day. The expense for teams and men alone is over two thousand dollars daily the prince albert mail reached here to-day letters dated the eighteenth say that riel was preparing for the rebellion and that large forces were likely to join him the police were going about requesting all able-bodied men to join with them in preserving order a telegram was received by commissioner mctavish this morning from captain wastey at brandon announcing that at an earlier hour this morning he had captured an emissary of riel named louis Gourvain who had been sent with letters from the rebel leader to the Indians and half-breeds at Oak Lake, Broadview, Bach, St. Paul and Winnipeg, asking a general uprising, and stating that Riel was entrenched at Duck Lake with 1,500 men, all well armed. They have six American cannon. The prisoner says he left Riel six days ago, and that his forces, even then, were being joined by American Indians when general middleton was informed of the facts he at once ordered the prisoner brought to this city and he is now on his way here in a special train this same prisoner made an attempt the night before last to wreck the special train which was carrying the first detachment of troops west the announcement has caused great excitement in the city and many persons have even gone so far as to speak of lynching the prisoner western dispatches Indicate that the Indians are betraying a sympathy with the half breeds which is significantly ominous. It is announced that Messrs. Goulet, Forget, Street, and Lauder have been appointed a commission to adjudicate the claims of the half breeds. Great uneasiness is felt at the report that American Indians are joining the rebels. All the Indians in the Canadian Territory are known to be uneasy, and some are threatening to rise montreal march twenty seventh the sixty fifth rifles french canadian battalion have been called out for active service it is reported that the grand trunk company has been requested to have cards in readiness to convey one thousand men at once to the northwest so that it is probable two more regiments will be sent each regiment comprises four hundred men everything is in readiness and sleighs are provided at lake superior where there is a gap of eighty miles it will take four days to cross this gap and when the line is again reached the cars will be in readiness to convey the men on the sixty-fifth are in no condition for service their clothes are worn out they have no boots mitts headgear knapsacks water bottles or snowshoes. but the men are all eager to go and will make up the deficiencies themselves Toronto, March 27th. A and B Batteries, Canadian Artillery and Queen's Own Rifles, and 10th Royal Grenadiers have been ordered to parade at 10 o'clock tomorrow morning to proceed to the Northwest. The New York Times, March 28th, 1885. End of section 3.